0: You're listening to Pod of Wonder, a podcast that creates a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, we're making a YA novel about wrestling in space. I guess to to officially introduce this. uh, Hey, everybody. Uh, Meet our special guest protagonist for our season five adventure games. It's Meg.
1: (laughs) Yay! Yay. Hi, I don't know what we're doing. We (laughs) don't either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what
0: we're doing. Longtime listeners may remember Meg from that time that we, uh, Meg and I played a game together where we were a dragon and a rider in love.
2: (laughs) (laughs) When we became a centaur dragon person. Oh my god.
0: For, for Meg's benefit and ours, we're going to do a very brief, possibly timed rundown of our season so far. And then we're going to kind of drop you
3: into it. Okay. All right. Uh, let me do, we'll put five minutes on the clock because three feels a little rushed, but five feels like a good upper cap. Um. All right. All about Expedition 34. And a go
0: it's uh international space station where they they've been up in space to do wrestling matches um like all the the it's sort of like international waters but like nobody owns space like let's go wrestle in space but they've been up there for 200 years um the ai that controls the ship knows and possibly had a hand in destroying part of the world below them. And so they don't know that all the wrestling they're doing isn't being watched by anybody on Earth.
1: Uh, It's a young adult theme. Uh, So there are uh, young adult groups, uh, adult groups, a ship AI, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the mystery of what's happening on Earth now.
3: There are two principal events on the ship. There's the Summer Slam, which is the uh, adult wrestling tournament that uh, dictates who has the chance to visit Earth, and the uh, the uh, the Snowflake Games or the Blizzard Games, affectionately known as the Blizz for Snowflake Day, uh, the winter holiday uh, that happens uh, every year aboard the ship. Um, and snow the Blizz is the big team tournament. Typically, happens inside of a zero gravity chamber, or at least part <laughs> of it does uh but it, there are uh several categories in which they're competing uh I don't quite remember what they are Danny I think you've got the the list uh the the five pillars of of the the blizz are
0: visual appeal uh ingenuity and resourcefulness physical fitness and water operations and puzzles and platformers and well, they're told about the first four. There's a a secret fifth pillar, which is
3: how well the teens work together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's dictated by an adult who's usually a previous wrestler uh, or former wrestler, uh, who for whatever reason is is placed to uh, on these teams to to mentor the teens uh, and serve mm-hmm. as that fifth pillar. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if if you.
0: Don't end up doing the the wrestling in the Summer Slam. You like you just work in support services on the ship, but you still have like a a, a beefy like strong wrestler name, like like Chainmaster or the the Paper Punisher or Checkers or Checkers. <laughs>
1: uh, there are a couple of different uh, team groups. There's the scouts, which is basically uh, job training. There's the mystery league; uh, they go around trying to solve mysteries on the ship. There is uh, the black market, uh, where uh, goods and uh, food and things on this very like uh, strict in the strict atmosphere are uh, traded for, and and a uh, and a library uh, where the, all of the history of the ship and the humans upon it is collected in little pieces of memorabilia that were brought from Earth more years ago than anyone can remember
3: okay um, we also mentioned offhand uh, last uh, last game uh, we we realized that the party planning committee the PPC is one of the most powerful organizations on board Expedition 34 uh, we haven't fleshed it out at all but that was something we put out there that I felt was worth uh, putting out there and revisiting
0: the the ship is controlled by an AI named Edith, who, like, used to be just kind of, like, uh, an AI to kind of monitor the wrestler's health, but mm-hmm. the, the devices they used to, like, for Edith to sense kind of all got broke, so they put her in the ship's sensor systems, and kind of since then, over time, people are, like... Because they've they've grown up with Edith all their lives, and Edith will make suggestions like it would be more efficient if you gave me controls over the life support systems, and they're like, "Okay, Edith, sure." So over time, like she's kind of gotten control of the ship, and everybody thinks it's fine.
1: And Edith was born from a uh, a sort of a a, a marketing uh, piece of software that was created by the wonder uh corporation wonder corp uh, hmm. wondercore yeah. uh, mm-hmm.
0: oh
3: hmm. all right and that's the timer
0: i i think i need to go past the timer a little bit cuz this is the most important part for like the the teen notes is the the teens and adults are all kind of arranged in like uh, they're assigned a triad with two other people where edith kind of like surreptitiously collects their dna to like make more people later so there's no like sexual reproduction on the ship but you're kind of in this like this love triangle if you will with two other people and you know if you want to go outside that that's kind of your business there's not a lot of stigma about it like some older folks are kind of prudes about it but like that that was us kind of formalizing the love triangle trope of YA into (laughs) a, a not eugenics based breeding organization. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, like there's no optimization of like qualities or anything. There's no like unmentionables. It's just three people collect their DNA, spit out a
3: baby. The human animal hybrids happen a hundred years from now, but that's, that's not for us to deal with.
0: Not going to commit to that.
3: but <laughs> Hey, it's a timeline we're not touching. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a thing that will never, ever, for any reason, have to be addressed again in the season.
2: So we're not furries.
3: No. Not, <laughs> not th- maybe if we do a sequel season. But, yeah.
4: uh,
3: <laughs> so
0: uh, your character, Meg, is going to be our protagonist you're kind of in the snowflake games and you've been kind of placed in with a group of like misfit wrestlers, <laughs> like either they, they used to be on other teams and like got dropped out for some reason, or like they had to take a leave of absence and like their, their spot on the team got replaced. So you're with a bunch of weirdos and we don't have a very coherent theme. Mm. and the first game we're going to be playing is all kind of them forming friendships and learning to work together
1: and. Whoa. Earth did not approve of male nipples. <laughs> I just found Danny's 504 editing notes. Uh-huh. It's like, it's like in a list of like, what? 10 things. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I'll just read through that quietly now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, here I was thinking I was going to be unprepared because I didn't know what was going on. Oh, no. Oh,
4: no. None of us oh. ever do. Oh, we
3: do not. I no. was
2: like just thinking, should I have brought a notebook? Oh,
3: no. <laughs> um, well, do we want to give uh Meg a couple chance a couple minutes to ask us questions uh for st- stuff they might uh have questions about or uh might be holes that we didn't even consider and yeah. uh, it becomes That's content. Okay. Um, do you want to do three minutes? Why don't we, in, we'll do like Hot seat style three
0: questions. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> hot yeah. seat style. Okay,
0: so you have <laughs> three questions to ask us about the world. About all the stuff we've just told you.
2: Okay. Um. So I think I uh, misheard what you guys were saying, but did you say that uh, there is nobody on Earth watching this? That we don't know that?
3: yeah as the as far as the people know they are still being watched uh and this is all has meaning uh but in truth it's, it's as far as we know as players as the greater truth uh future volumes in this ya adventure aside <laughs> uh there is no one on earth monitoring uh these uh broadcasts i i haven't revisited
0: the episode on this but if from what i remember like there is a, a kind of collective group of humans in an underwater base that like used to be used for wrestling but like the this computer systems were too old so that Edith wasn't able to infiltrate it and break stuff because like her, her mission was like prioritizing the health of the space station and yeah. Edith determined that what was happening on Earth was not in the the space station's best interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. So, there are people down on Earth, but they are not watching the wrestling. <laughs>
3: so, basically,
2: the Earth ended kind of. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And, or, or, well, maybe plot twist, they are watching the wrestling so they know what's coming
3: down for them eventually.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe it's, oh, mm, this is, okay, but, co- fleshing out continuity now. Maybe uh-huh. it's something that they get a little later. And is they're put they're like dubbing to old VHS tapes and they get spread around that way. Like they're not being broadcast to people, but there's one place receiving it.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> the the ostensible like reward of winning the SummerSlam is that you go down to Earth and get to wrestle there. <laughs> but in actuality the wrestlers are being sent down to the water base to try to take it over for Edith.
2: Mm-hmm. Ah, oh okay
0: (laughs) and somehow the teen characters might get involved with that Mm -hmm. based on whatever circumstances we come up with for the game because that
3: sounds like a a fun thing danny i think just kind of summarize something i'm realizing here the whole point of the space station now has become for edith to breed super warriors (laughs) to attack the water base but only once per year so they know it's coming there's a huge <laughs> plan but I don't think Edith even realizes it but but not in
0: a creepy eugenics way no mm-hmm. she's she's not breeding for strength she's helping regularly bred people get strong
3: there we go sure we'll, we'll run like well, that. and collecting for, their DNA yes for, for certain values of regularly bred I guess <laughs> It's just to make sure everyone looks like a super pretty actor or actress from the CW. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I don't know where your your footpath <laughs> of uh, eugenics is, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I think we've already just, uh, placed a toe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Teen Adventures. Uh, Meg, yeah. any uh, what? so second question? <laughs> oh <laughs> question.
2: gosh. Okay. So this isn't the first time this has happened. No. So we've been doing this whole wrestlers wrestlers competing to for a chance to go down and wrestle on Earth slash take over the water base. This has been going on for a while. How long has this been going on?
0: Edith like officially took over the station like 50 years in. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, I don't remember the time period on when... Like she started doing stuff to Earth, though. But, uh,
1: I, th- I think it's two hundred years. Two hundred yeah. years is yeah, the station
0: is two hundred years on, so okay. eighty years of like actively sending people down to Earth mm-hmm. again annually. So it's not
3: like a big thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I think people were always sent down to Earth, but it was just for the newer for the the their itinerary changed
4: mm-hmm.
0: about 80, eighty
3: years ago.
4: Mm.
3: yeah there's a lot of traditions aboard this ship
0: so like Edith can't just suddenly be like here's a new wrestling match like she has to (laughs) to work within the existing like features that the humans made up
1: yeah is that because of her programming or because uh, now I'm asking questions (laughs) (laughs) or because she just doesn't want to uh, uh, stir the pool for rebellion too much
3: Little bit of a little bit of column A, a little bit of
4: column B. Yeah, a little both.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, completely sentient. Like, mm. she still has that that directive of, like, what is best for the expedition is, like, the prime factor in her decision making.
4: Yeah, and it's, like, it's, like, computer logic brain. So it's, like, not exactly with a lot of compassion in there or extra thinking outside the box, or creativity, but, you know.
0: Which could be a reason why she hasn't like, dived in full into the eugenics pool, because long-term, having a bunch of super soldiers is not good for the station either.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, you'd have, you you need all kinds of people. To have a successful society. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, and so do the people who go to Earth ever come back, or do they basically, you know, just, you know, are we being told that they just decide to stay down there? Because I assume they don't come back, because otherwise they could be spreading the knowledge that, you know, this mm. is secretly a war effort of some mm. kind.
0: Yeah, they they do not come back. Okay. <laughs> it's and just because they're so to good at wrestling
3: is question marks. I don't think Edith knows, even. <laughs> uh,
0: that's for later in
3: the YA series. We get to that of then, like, yeah, book, that's, or that's mm-hmm. book two. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's in the third trilogy. Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, the spin-off series, The Forgotten Ones. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Uh
0: I think that's that's three questions, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think next we... We'll we'll introduce you to the kind of the characters we made up to be your teammates and your coach, and because those were all made via random Wikipedia article, like maybe your <laughs> character can also be inspired by a random Wikipedia article. Mm, okay. If you feel up to that, uh,
2: do you want me to like start looking for one right uh, now? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah,
0: like if you find one you like, otherwise we can kind of give you some options.
2: All right. Well, I'll see if I can find something too. Okay. Um so yeah, I'm ready for this. I've been reading Animorphs. I'm ready to put on my best <laughs> cheeks. Take Animorphs.
3: <laughs> Yo, those books hold up
0: though. Would anybody like to go first on what they remember of their character?
3: It it doesn't have to be like an in depth thing. I guess I can start. Uh I'm Checkers. I'm the elder mentor of the group. The uh the adult support. Uh I, I was one of the, uh, partners in my, in my triad, uh, was, uh, a. Mm, there was a scandal. Uh, they were supposed to uh, be advanced to another support position. It didn't go so well. They didn't react too great. Uh, and so there's always been kind of a black cloud hovering over my, uh, my reputation, even though I've done all I can to, uh, to help out the youth. Uh, and that's why being placed in this position has been very good for me because it gives me a chance to focus and again, rehab my image, um, uh, I've got a whole checkerboard theme going, and that's always been a thing. Uh, I look like a really terrible, like '90s ska outfit all the time, and uh, I'm I'm in charge of keeping those teens honest and uh, giving them a little bit of hope and optimism.
1: I'm Tit Bun. I'm a member of the Librarians Guild. Does that fit? I feel like that doesn't make sense in what we've.
0: I think you want to be a member of the Librarians Guild. Like like you're not playing to win, like you don't want to go to be a wrestler,
1: right, okay, all right, that makes sense. so I'm basically a very haughty individual. I feel that uh that I understand everything that's going on, you know I've you know cross, cross referenced every everything in the museum and in the library uh you know I've written my own notes, I have tons of diaries. Uh, that that describe exactly what I think is going on on the ship. Um, I've actually been thrown out of the mystery mystery group because I was jumping to conclusions too quickly without following actual evidence. Um, and I do remember that for some reason I am wearing a a book as a hat with, <laughs> with, a, with a plume on it. So, <laughs> but. Yes, I think that that that's my my fella. I can go next. The ghost uh was
4: a person who um he like uh he got caught for um growing psychedelic mushrooms in his room area or in a hidden part of the ship. But he had, like, such a talent for it that he was uh, groomed to then be in charge of, like, the mushroom growing operation on the ship. And, like, he really likes growing, like, poisonous mushrooms and doesn't really tell anybody what they're about. But um, so he got put on this team because he had gotten kicked off his other team for growing psychedelic mushrooms. And... Dealing them on the ship, um, and that's what I remember.
0: the person I made I, is kind of your your angsty bad boy um, he was was previously kind of like real kind of like every man like ethnically ambiguous, like whatever country on earth you were from, he was designed to appeal to that, and then he got hit by a bus and lost his legs and his position on his old team. And so now he is like very like broody. He's got like different sort of like prosthetics to like attach to his knees, like based on the type of match he's going into. And he's kind of growing his hair long. So it goes down over his eye and he's, he's got a, he's moody. He's got a tragic backstory. He's your like, your book two romance character for sure,
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: and he he was previously known as like every man Jack, but now he's just Jack.
2: Oh, because what does it
0: matter anymore?
2: Is he the emo kid of the future?
0: Yes, he is a future emo teen.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's the title of the second book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. That's the kind of weirdos that you're gonna be working with, okay, have you gonna kind of come across any like articles that might inspire your character
2: i'm I'm new to the adapting Wikipedia articles mm. to other things genre of uh-huh. podcasting, but um, I did come across yeah. an article about um Benjamin Rosenbaum who is an American science fiction fantasy and literary fiction writer and computer programmer. Ooh. And I thought like that seemed kind of on brand for the theme of the story. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know well, what I'm doing all. We don't either.
0: We don't yes.
4: either. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I was be like what if my character is like um, kind of nerdy but isn't smart enough to be a nerd so he's just kind of like a bland teen boy kind of hmm. character
1: i mean that does fit protagonist bland teen boy That
0: does feel like ya yeah. to me is like, like there's nothing special about me but yeah. they're, but they're secretly
1: like ya
2: protagonists are notoriously bland and you know unimportant <laughs> but then suddenly they are
1: what's his inner drive why why is this bland teen boy the hero I don't know.
2: I think I'm gonna have to think about mm-hmm. that more than five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. So
0: <laughs> Maybe maybe let's not start with the inner drive. Let's start with some basics. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what what is his wrestling name? Like what is his mm-hmm. his cool action y sounding like what does he go by in the ring? Usually in this point we can kind of like go through the Wikipedia article and like pull out names and book mm-hmm. title, like a siege of cranes like that's not
2: that's kind of a cool name that
0: could be like something like
2: <laughs> that could be his special yeah move. i like that as a special name
1: okay okay i mean who doesn't have in their pocketbook a bunch of little origami cranes <laughs> Mm. Them, you know, dollar mm. bills or, you know, like, you know just re- receipt paper from a bar.
0: <laughs> he won the, well, he's been a finalist for the Nebula Awards, the Hugo Awards. He'd mm. um, be like Hugo Nebula, like a space <laughs> theme wrestler. <laughs> Creative Commons.
2: <laughs> Creative Commons. Oh. Well, the author is... Uh, Benjamin Rosenbaum is one of the founders of Digital Addiction, which created an online game called Sanctum.
0: Sanctum? Is Sanctum Sanctum? cool?
2: I could do Sanctum. Sanctum? Okay. Yeah. Do our characters have like real names or do Uh, do they just have like their stage names? Yeah, they're
0: born kind of like with a regular human name, but their stage name becomes their real name.
2: Okay. Like Mm -hmm. once they've
0: chosen it. So, what are kind of some of his interests? Like, there's a lot of, like, loosely defined Earth artifacts. So, if, like, he wants to be into Earth stuff, that's a thing. Yeah. If he wants to, like, look out into space, that's a thing.
2: I think he's kind of into, um, I think he's kind of, kind of into Earth stuff. Like, also, like, I think... Sanctum brings up a very like superhero kind of feel. So yeah. I think that maybe he's into earth culture. Like maybe he's, um, maybe he's curious about like, um, vintage superheroes. And Ooh. like I think he Ooh. probably uses the internet to like look at, if the internet's still a thing, um, to look at like, you know, vintage comics and like learn mm. about stuff like that.
3: Question, uh, and I I don't know whether this is for just for Meg or for the group, but how are these superhero stories and maybe fiction in general, like that they've pulled up from the earth? How is that treated? Are those treated as like real life events? Or do these think, do they think like people actually dressed like this in like the thirties and forties and ran around uh, fighting crime in bright, bright costumes, or do they know this is fiction? I feel like they would, no
0: it was fiction but maybe the the source material because it is from earth is kind of upheld in like a lofty way so like it's not uh like an embarrassing to kind of model yourself after a superhero like it's it's like modeling yourself after like one of the founding fathers it's like oh mm. like this is a lofty figure to live up to just like because it's uh, a drawn picture in a book doesn't make it any less meaningful than any other Earth artifact.
3: Okay, that makes sense. I like that take on it. I like it, too. They're like revered more, almost. Yeah. Be- um, because uh, Benjamin
0: Rosenbaum is a writer, what if he, like, writes his own superhero stories?
2: Yeah, Ooh. I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah, I I it, think I'm into that.
0: Like, mm. kind of like fan fictiony almost or original characters
2: i kind of want to say that he would write about or his original character i think he's an oc kind of guy
0: uh-huh okay that's a thing we haven't discussed as much as like what other creations come out of this station aside from wrestling Mm. like what what do we think about original creations like that like writing your own comics Like, is that seen as a distraction from the wrestling or is it like building out
3: more culture for people on the ship to consume? I think it's the latter. I think because especially if they can tie it into these things, because I don't think they've got the same concept of like, well, this uh, this company owned this character and this piece of continuity. I think Uh the line between fan fiction and what's canon, it kind of comes down to like what's popular. So mm-hmm. if this character is putting out fiction that's popular, it might be considered by the group at large as canon. So yeah, they've created yeah. a their own character but like the adventures they have with Superman and Wolverine uh mm. are all in the minds of people on the ship canon.
1: Yeah, I think we did say that uh that the 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 scripture could be altered mm-hmm. if enough enough people supported or, or voted on it it could be added to.
4: And I feel like this kind of thing would be approved of because like um, it's a it's another creative thing. And the more creative people are generally, the better they're going to be in the wrestling ring because mm-hmm. like you need to be creative to come up with all these moves. So anything that's like seen as kind of like an exercise of creativity is like like maybe not like, you know not encouraged to prioritize it over everything else but like it's like encouraged to be done as long as you're like getting everything else taken care of in your
3: life a culture for themselves mm-hmm. they're incredibly well-rounded jocks getting back
0: to sanctum like what's your like are, are you kind of superhero like styled or yeah like what what does your outfit look like um, and is there a cape
2: oh boy do I want to take the incredible stance of no capes <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one, one of the the pillars you're being graded on is visual appeal okay so while like, a cape might might not be good it does look good
2: yeah do they have that thing that um some wrestlers have where they like you know they come out in a look but then they like a,
0: re- a reveal like a
2: reveal yeah, like they oh, have they, that they love reveal okay yeah so i think i think the cape is part of the reveal where like he comes out in the cape but then like it comes off for functionality but yeah obviously spandex primary colors
0: there's a lot of different like eras and art styles to superhero comics that you could draw on like, you could have, like, lots of belt pouches or you could just be, like, kind of streamlined. Like, looks like you're wearing underwear versus not looks like you're wearing underwear over your outfit.
2: Yeah, I don't think I like underwear over the outfit. Hmm. I think... Hmm.
0: I mean, if if I'm knowing you, you might be drawing from X-Men as a style. Oh,
2: ob- obviously. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. so, so maybe not beyond a few, like, pouches but
2: yeah but maybe like the material it kind of looks um like it looks kind of metallic so kind of like protective like i mean it probably isn't it probably needs to be kind of streamlined to yeah like more
0: mobility mobile
2: yeah and but it it looks kind of protective because Mm. you know sanctum's kind of like a you know a protective place
1: yeah (laughs)
2: Oh, you know what? Dictionary.com says Sanctum is a sacred place. Mm -hmm.
0: We've kind of previously described Edith as a god mayor. Is Sanctum kind of like a a faith in the system kind of guy? Or... Does he not care that much?
2: Yeah, I think he is. I think that he believes in the system, or he has no reason not to, hmm. anyway. I mean, not at this stage in the story, yeah. at least.
0: Book one, Book time. Book one,
2: yeah. he, Yeah, because that's how all YA novel series begin, where everybody, mm-hmm. you know, starts off believing in the system before they become the uh, icon of the rebellion. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Any other important notes or questions you have? Me? You.
2: Oh. um. I guess we'll see when we
1: uh, play. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's usually how we figure these things out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of do them.
1: Uh, one question that I usually stumble over when people ask me is, uh, and I don't know if you answered it yet, is a signature move. Mhm. Uh, I'm so, <laughs> Try to have that now, now uh, placed ahead of time.
2: I really like that siege of cranes. Mm. I don't know what that move involves, but I like it a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would just think of what it looks like because um, someone's gonna have ask you, mm-hmm. what, and now you do the signature of, uh, of or the uh, siege of cranes. What does that look like? I don't know. <laughs>
2: I mean uh cranes are birds so what if it's a thing where like he gets up on the um the ropes and like sort of like swoops down on the other um wrestler and Mm -hmm. you know sort of does like a dive bomb attack I don't know I don't I don't think that's how cranes Mm -hmm. behave
0: (laughs) they're like long leggy boys right
2: yeah oh it it could be like a kicky thing yeah like
0: a Like a flappy arms kick type deal?
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, join us next time where we play a game.
2: Huzzah! Woo! (laughs) Party game.
0: This has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can email us at podofwonder at gmail dot com. I'm Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs, and you can find the games I make. At DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io.
4: I'm Morgan. You can find me on Twitter at OwlBurning
1: and on Instagram at MorganTheFay. I'm Maria, and you could follow me on social media, but you wouldn't see any posts.
3: And I'm Eddie. You can find me on Instagram at MonstersByEd, and you can find the games I make at StrangeButTrueGames. Look for the Flying Butt logo. Our
0: opening theme is Opening by Komiku. Our closing theme is Calm the Fuck Down by BrokeForFree. We'll <laughs>